Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, and self-defense. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz. Give me back my bullets. Guns, sports, radios. Folks, are you sitting down? Show 133 right here in the Bahamas. Yeah. Lance Belkey and Michael <laughs> Wow. Rain, baby. Let me tell you, it's coming down. Don't forget to visit us at gunsportsradio.com. Facebook, uh, get us at Gunsports Radio. And boy, do we want to thank the Gun Range San Diego for all their support. 7853 Balboa Avenue from in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Just go to thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com. You know how long they've been our sponsor? All 133 shows. That's okay. right. That's the kind of sponsors we work with, and we thank them from the bottom of our heart. So if you're a first-time shooter, medium shooter, a killer shooter like Mr. Schwartz, then these guys will take care of all your gun needs. Everything from selling them to you, working on them. They got a great uh, uh, craftsman in the joint, which uh, takes care of all your gunsmithing needs. Just give them a call. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. And we will be happy to tell them that you were there just on our accord. All right. We're going to have a pretty fun show today. Uh, Lots going on, Dave. Tons going on. We got Michael Schwartz, Executive Director of San Diego County Gun Owners. The one and only. The one and only. In the place. Can I read you my, I, I, I got, uh, this is my favorite email of the week, and, and I, I responded to it. Can I read you the sure. quick email I got? So somebody wrote, uh, yeah, I wrote out and said, hey, your, your membership's expired from San Diego County Gun Owners, you know, to, to re-up for another year. Here yep. are your options. I got my letter. I sent my check. Yep. So uh, he emailed back and said, sorry, moving to Nevada in a month solves all my gun issues in one minute, so I have to cancel my membership. Oh, boy. Is he so, wrong? Well, so I wrote back and said, thank you for letting me know. Safe travels. You know, um, mm-hmm. but it actually doesn't solve your gun issues. Everything from California, ammo registration, assault weapon bans, gun-free zones, red flag laws, they're all being introduced in Nevada because they were successful here in California. Their governor is anti-gun. He tweeted out the following. Gun violence has taken too many lives, including the 58 lost on October 1, as governor, I will stand up to the NRA and enact common sense reforms. There you go. Forcing background checks and banning assault weapons, bump stocks, high capacity mags and silencers. So both their senators are anti-gun. When you get to Nevada, jump back into the fight because the cancer is spreading. So that's not actually my favorite email. My favorite email was his response. It was one word. He wrote back and said, damn. (laughs) (laughs) hey and all of that protection and all that help and all that fight for ten dollars a month for ten dollars a month i know it sounds like a little bit of a commercial but that that's a great you got to keep that one (laughs) you got to keep that because that's the mindset if we could just get out of california we're safe yeah and that's not the case at all. No the, more safe spaces. California is a test bed. That's right. For insanity. Stop looking for a safe space, yeah. gun owners. There yeah. is none. You yeah. have to Absolutely. fight. You have to fight here. Absolutely. Just last night, I was uh, a speaker at the, Liber- the San Diego Libertarian Party's annual dinner. 
Uh-huh. And I was a guest speaker with uh, Carl DeMaio and uh, uh, Supervisor Jeff Hewitt, who I think is the only elected libertarian in the entire state really? up in Riverside, a supervisor. But I talked to him, I, you know, all about like, hey, guys, you know, it, it's not it, it, you, you got to get in the game. You know, it's, it, you, you got to get people elected. Yeah. This stuff isn't getting better. It's getting no, worse. It's getting worse yeah. And so and every time we, we fight back, we do a really good job, but we got to fight back. Oh, it, it's 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 and will you quit sending me? Acasio's comments. <laughs> Jeez. I, my celebrity crush. Oh, my. AOC. Yeah, your celebrity. <laughs> the last one was a pip. That one was absolutely a pip. I just got to find it. Have you seen it? I, I've seen numerous. Well, ones, this is so. the one where you don't have to work to get paid. Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. You know, that it's it's a really tough job. You know, it's just like slavery. You know, we don't want you to get into that. But that's not the story. Yeah. The funny thing is that for her and um, she's a little late to the game in Europe, that whole game is changing. Yeah. That whole socialism thing. They figured, they finally out, isn't figured it out. It's not working. It's not working. The, 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 the tide is changing over there and it's yeah. really changing over here too. It, the, the, right now the media tell you, tells you that it's not, but it really is. Oh, of course. And I think it's the same thing with this uh, whole thing over the second amendment and the rest of these issues. I think the media has got their little soapbox right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, guys like uh, Mike and Dave, you with the show and everybody, Everybody else throwing in, um, I think we're going to turn the tide. People were shocked when um, Trump was elected. They, yeah. they, but there's, there's, there is the founding fathers, the founders of this country said that the individual person should have the rights because they have the brain That's and right. to determine what's happening. And I still believe in the individual citizen themselves, mm-hmm. even though the other side doesn't. And I think a lot of people out there still do. So I'm it's, uh, very it's, excited. There may be a discussion to be had about socialism, you know, for or, or against, but she's certainly not making a, a good case. Yeah. My favorite saying is that, uh, you know, socialism, you vote your right way in, but then you have to shoot your way out. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because yeah. it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, like I said, hopefully, you know, you know, calmer you know, minds will prevail. And, and, and again, thanks to the forefathers to have all these different you know, systems and balances and checks amazing. and balances. Yeah, it really. When you, Absolutely when you, amazing. Because when did they put all this together? What year? Yeah, way back when. Back you know, when they 1700s. had internet and television <laughs> and radio. And well, they print. had all those secret societies back then. Back then, you, they did, because though. you didn't have all that. Well, then if you were interested in a certain topic or whatever, you, you go over to so-and-so's house yeah. and, and go talk about that stuff. Yeah. So That's right. So all the only the only laws that are constitutional are ones that are, you know, written with a with a quill dipped in ink, that's right? It. Because they didn't have typewriters and computers right. yeah. back then, right? So I know. Because that's about as intelligent as it sounds. Hey, so I wanted to talk about May 4th coming up. What's that? Our Second Amendment huh. celebration dinner. What's that? Huge, huge. Probably, I think I think it's the biggest uh, event of its kind in Southern California. It might be the entire state. I think it really is. 600 people. Yeah. 600 people. Whoa. It's a lot of fun. Um, yep. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of, it's an awards ceremony. We're going to have prizes. Um, it's a lot of fun. Movers and shakers, elected officials, gun shop owners all across San Diego County. Uh, Are we still calling it the gun prom? It's been nicknamed gun prom. In fact, if you go to gunprom.com, that's where all the information is. The official name is Second Amendment Celebration Dinner, but everybody started calling it gun prom, which is kind of funny. You know, it started because it was a bunch of, when we started this, it was a bunch of guys who know each other, and women who know each other from the range. Yeah. You know, we're all scuzzed up at the range, and we, yeah. you know, we go hose off and get, and get into your little monkey suit. Get in the monkey and, suit. And then and all like, of a sudden, oh, oh, it's like we're going to a prom. Well, well, well. So, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, gunprom.com. Uh, it's May 4th. There are... Table sponsorships, there are individual tickets, uh, $150 for an individual ticket, um, the Gun Range San Diego, 
Gun Sports Radio, all table, table sponsors. And, uh, man, this thing's it's going to be huge. Yeah, it's fun. You have elected officials there and and then the prizes, of course, that people could win. And also, if you're interested in donating yourself uh, to the cause, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sure Mike would be uh, right there willing to accept. Absolutely. Last year, something like 20, I think we had 27 guns. Really generous yeah. people. Oh, really generous God. 27 people. guns. Yeah. This year, we're going to have a live auction. Uh, we're going to, including, uh, we're going to auction off Senator Brian Jones. Excellent. You're going to get to fly to Sacramento. Uh, he's going to give you a tour of the Capitol. Oh, You're going to have lunch with him, and then fly back that day. So we're going to we're going to auction him off. Then we're going to have a silent auction, and uh, uh, we've been working on some uh, some videos that we're going to pre, pre premiere at the uh, at the dinner. And of course, like I said, it's an award ceremony. Right. I, yeah, I, I, and you just time. have to have an interest, you know, in in the shooting sports. That's all. Yeah. You just had to have an interest and hang out with you know, like so like-minded you a, people. You could own a tow yard. You could own a you know vegetable stand, whatever the case may be. But you know, come on down, sponsor a table, and have a good time with us. Have a good time. Yeah, rub it, shoulders it, with everybody. It's something else. I, you know, it's easy. You know, we talk about a lot of the bad uh, laws and regulations, but it, it's easy to get beaten down. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting in a room and you're looking at a sea of 600 people mm-hmm. who are you know in yeah. San Diego, in the middle of San Diego, it's at the town and country. In San Diego, when you're looking at that, I, I mean, it just makes it yeah, feel good. And and who was our speaker that time um, uh, at the Hotel Del? Uh, the lady from uh, Venezuela. I mean, the timing was awesome. Oh, uh, the young lady. Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Yeah, she was awesome. Awesome. She was good. He wants her back. Awesome. She was so inspiring. <laughs> right she was awesome. Check. You know, so All fabulous. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right, hey, let's take a quick break. When we come back. There's a whole lot more right here on Gun. Sports Radio. This is FM 961 in North County, AM 1170 in San Diego. You can get us on an app. You can get us on iHeart. We are all over the place, and we are the answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun sports radio right here on fm 961 am 1170 the answer hey how can you make your ar rifle legal and keep your features well if you want your ar to have a pistol grip telescoping stock foregrip and still have a detachable magazine check out cali key whether you're buying a new ar or need to make your current ar compliant Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and the future-proof your AR from all those nasty California laws that are here and are coming. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check it out, CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Oh, one more thing. Do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearms, or a weapon for personal protection? Well, what are you going to do if you get pulled over? Maybe you get arrested. Who's going to take care of bail? Who's going to take care of lawyers? You know, it gets pretty costly, you know. Hey, but for 10 bucks, you're totally covered. 24-7, you can protect yourself, sign up the family. It's a wonderful way to protect everybody. That way, if you're not home, they're totally protected. Firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. Or you can call them at 469-310-9100. That's 469 469- 310-9100, but go to firearmslegal.com. All right. Hey, Mr. John Dillon is not calling in today due to the fact that one of his little rascals is under the weather, and you know how that goes. And I think he got a little bit of the crud when he wasn't looking. But if you're looking for a great attorney, 
that specializes in gun laws, then you need to go to Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. Ask for John, or you can just go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. John will be more than happy to give you advice that will help you get out of any situation you're in. In fact, if you are part of the firearmslegal.com family, there's a good chance you may get John if you get into that situation. But if not, you can always ask for him, 760-431-9501. That's 760-431-9501. Don't go out without protection. Just remember, cafirearmslaw.com. All righty. Uh, let's see. What do we got next here? Sam the Gunman stumped my nephew. Uh, yeah, Sam the Gunman. How you doing, Sam? Good. How are you? You know, just living the dream. How about you? You ready for a question? Da, da, da. I hope so. Well, let's see. <laughs> I don't know. He looks, he's smiling pretty big over here. So let's see what he's got for you. <laughs> All right. You ready, Sam? Yeah. This is this is like the longest question I, I've ever uh, that's ever gotten submitted. So you may want to. I'm going to go slow. If you need me to repeat, I will. But you might want to take some notes here while I uh, do this. Jeez. This is I know right. This is uh, from Joni in Lemon Grove. Okay. Joni writes: What breech loading single shot lever rifle was used by the British, Afghanis, Ottomans, and Romania? In wars like the Russo-Turkish War, the Anglo-Zulu War, and World War One, was invented in the late 1800s, is still a collector's item imported from South Africa, Afghanistan, and Turkey. It was also featured in the movie, 1964 movie, Zulu, the 1975 movie, The, the Man Who Would Be King, and the modern video game Battlefield One. What firearm is Joni from Lemon Grove asking about. Um, Joni from Lemon Grove, thanks for submitting the question. Um, unfortunately, it seems like a lot of your recent callers have um, started figuring out what areas I'm weaker in, um, and <laughs> this is one of them. Uh, I know it's chambered for um, 450, 577, which is a, a, an obsolete black powder cartridge. Um, That's accurate. It's not. Uh, this is frustrating. It's it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, it's not the Lee Metford, is it? No. Nope. Uh, but um, that really was a good try. Yeah, you're getting there. Wow, you're getting. You got the right caliber. Well, I'm close. Wow. Uh, Can I give you a hint? Sure. It's it it share. It's it sounds like it might be an alcoholic drink. That doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's too young. He right? doesn't drink. It's the. It, <laughs> The martini? Um, yeah, it's ex- <laughs> Sorry. Did How about you get that? Long Island iced tea. There you go. When I, I say mean, you're no, gonna, I don't have it. All right. When I say you're going to kick yourself, it's called the Martini Henry. Oh. Yeah, you were right. I am kicking myself. Yeah, the Martini Have you Henry. heard of the Martini Henry? Yes, I have heard of the Martini Henry. Where did it come up with this name? Uh, the guys who designed it. Oh, they're at the bar. Yeah, at the bar. They're, yeah, at the bar, they're <laughs> yeah. having a martini. Yeah, and, and they're, you shoot it. No, you they, shoot they're it. They're drinking gin martinis, too, not vodka. Gonna, yeah, well, the Russians, when they use it, it's called a vodka. Oh, vodka martini. Vod, vodka martini. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, but if it's the British that. are using it, it's a gin martini. Aha, uh-huh. of yeah. course. And if you have an uh, an, uh, an olive, or if you have a uh, uh, an onion in it, it's called a gimlet. Is that oh. what this is called, a gimlet? <laughs> <laughs> now that you're all educated on alcohol, well... 
you still did a phenomenal job, my friend. I, you got the caliber. I mean, you were pretty close. Yeah. Darn close. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. If but anything, we'll send her. We'll send her a shirt anyway. We'll send her a shirt. But if anything, that's evidence that you're not using Google over there. You're, there you go. You definitely earned more shirt. evidence. And you're not using Google, correct? That's correct. See, that's a good thing. So hats off to you, son. I thought you were going to get it when. Uh, you were yeah, you were going right down the right road. Well, when she brought up Battlefield One, I figured that was gonna. Oh, is he is he a World uh, War nope. One? Uh, no, I figured you hadn't seen uh, the 1964 movie Zulu, which I have seen, but I figured you haven't seen that. But I figured you like maybe... you remember that show. Oh, I I remember like the back. I actually <laughs> have seen. <laughs> actually, yeah, I remember. You know, I watch it every uh, at least once a month. Oh, I got you. Okay. 1964 Zulu. Um, but I figured you'd played Battlefield One, which I have not. But I thought that no, would I haven't either. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it's, that's a- uh, it's President's Day weekend. I've got a uh, a presidential firearm fun fact for you guys. Oh, all right. all right. Um, Teddy Roosevelt is uh, well known for leading the Rough Riders um, up San Juan Hill in the Spanish American War, and for being um, an avid outdoorsman and. Um, all-around interesting person. Um, one of his favorite guns in his collection, um, from what I've read, was a Winchester Model 1894 with a sound suppressor. Eh, wow! Wow! How did, do you know how they? Do you know much about the suppressor? How did they put a? How did they manufacture that? Or do you know anything about that? Um, yeah, they've they've been around since uh, like around the turn of the century um they were designed by i think the son of Hiram Maxim the machine gun uh developer um and they they were originally marketed as silencers even though as we all know they don't make the report of a firearm silent um and he went into business selling them for um motor vehicles in the form of what we now call mufflers yeah. and for firearms um, the ones that went on motor vehicles were never subject to any regulation and still aren't, but the uh, the ones that went on firearms now are. And so, um, like many hunters, Teddy Roosevelt figured, hey, I, I can make my rifle quieter, um, easier on the ears, and it won't scare away game as readily. And so he got one put on his rifle. Well, I really think that the the next big thing in in firearms that could go our way as far as as firearms law is is going to be uh, you know relaxing a lot of these suppressor laws because yeah I don't know a single you know if you're a uh, if if you're a an old hunter you have hearing aids you know because yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean because, oh yeah without a doubt what <laughs> and uh, it's really I mean it has. It's there's it, it does nothing to keep us safe, you know, banning uh, uh, suppressors. Right. But it does. It is a health issue. Well, in Europe, where firearms are uh, much more heavily regulated than in the United States, sound suppressors aren't at all. I believe not even in the UK are they subject to any additional regulations. You can just walk into a store and buy them. Um, and so it's sort of ironic that in the United States, where we have the most comparatively permissive firearm laws, um, sound suppressors are, are treated basically like machine guns. Yeah, and like bump stocks. Uh, yeah. Now. <laughs> that was yeah. a joke. That was a joke. Oh, I don't want to get into the uh, the ridiculousness of that ruling, but oh. yeah. But you're right. It, it's it's functionally, it's designed the exact same way as a muffler. It's the same thing. You know, it's a it just muffles the sound. Yeah. So, you know, disperses it. There's some baffling usually. Baffles in it. Yeah. Well, see, the, the people making the laws have watched too many... Uh, 
too many movies. When I was a yeah. kid, we used to, uh, when I was uh, in high school and playing uh, paintball, we used to go down and, and get uh, supplies at Home Depot, and we'd make suppressors for our sure. for our paint gun, yeah. <laughs> which is totally legal. Totally, but uh, it's not. You know, it's nothing. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's, totally it's nothing ridiculous. exotic. It's nothing. You know, uh, I harmful. know. So. But they ate something to regulate. So that's interesting. So Teddy Roosevelt, when he was a Rough Rider, used a Model ninety four with a suppressor. No, not when he was a Rough Rider. Um, I'm pretty sure not when he was a Rough Rider, but just for hunting, he. No, used- I see. When he was when he was a the El Presidente, he used yep. it. Pretty yeah. awesome. All right. All right. All right, buddy. Well, hey, thanks again. Stay tuned. We'll definitely have another one for you next week. All right. Thanks for having me call in. Oh, it's our totally our pleasure. All right. So we still got a couple more minutes. Uh, what do we got coming up well, next? Well, speaking of that, um, there was the federal bill uh, regarding oh, yeah. suppressors uh, going on. Any news on that? It's been I with with the. There's so much going on in Washington D.C. and with mm-hmm. such a divided Congress, sure. you know everything that one side does, the other side. Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to get any, Nothing. you know, movement on it uh, anytime. Okay. Soon. Well, we knew but, once the House and everything went the way it went that we were done. Yeah. yeah. What, what about reciprocity? Reciprocity's done. Okay. Yeah, it's Dang it's it. dead. Um, you know, they passed the fix the next program. Fix the next was when they uh, uh, the, the portion of law that basically it was it was both in one. It was fix nicks and CCW reciprocity was one. Well, what's bill. fix nicks? Fix nicks. Nicks is the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. Okay, and yeah. that's when you go in and buy a gun. That's the system that okay. they actually check. And they want to fix it. So they fixed it because it turns out that only seventy uh, percent of uh, prohibited people are being reported to this system. <laughs> yeah. So 30% of prohibited people weren't even making it into the system. And these are, you know, someone wow. is prohibited if they've, right. you know, some, if they're a murderer. They've sure, done some sure. kind of well, like crime. that guy at the, the church shooting. The guy at the church shooting, but even more recently, this guy at the warehouse. days ago. At the warehouse. That guy got a gun, passed a background check. Which guy says? Uh, at the, the one warehouse was, in Illinois. Yeah, he was, oh, that he guy. killed five people and shot. Uh, four cops. Uh, uh, there's that Hillcrest thing that happened where the guy stopped in front of the, the old uh, Jimmy Wong's and let off uh, 19 <laughs> rounds. Well, he and he was a convicted murderer from Alabama, actually. Right. Um, he was a felon. He, I don't, we're, they're not sure how he got his, his firearms. Yeah. But this other guy in Illinois yeah. went and bought a gun, passed a background check somehow, even though he was a prohibited person. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and then was trying to uh, get a CCW. And the CCW was a more uh, thorough background check, and they said, "Nope, can't." can't and I'm I'm for fixing Nick's. What I'm not for is every time in the, in the gun world, if mm-hmm. if if we give the other side something, it's uh, a friend of ours coined that term. It's a ratcheting effect. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and so I mean, then they just take it to the next level. So it's you know, it's not like we could start from where all the stuff they took from us, all the rights they took away oh, from no, us no. already. Yeah, they're not they, giving they anything wanna, back, right? So yeah. um, anyway, it's yeah, an interesting a, thing. They're not giving a thing back. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more. Right Right here on Gun Sports Radio. This is FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. Good thing you're not listening to the off-air show. Yep. Hey, folks, Trident Gunsmithing. Need to get your guns worked on? Are you a hunter? Go to TritonGunsmithing.com. Check out the boys. Juan and the team over there will be more than happy to help you up. Ex-military. It's doing a great job over there. They've completely remodeled it. Go check it out. 
Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that would allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible California laws. Keep your entire collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right. Hey, folks, this is segment brought to you by the gun range san diego boy they are the best 10 to 10 seven days a week 7853 balboa avenue you can't beat it go to the gun whether you're a first-time shooter middle of the road shooter or a full-time full-blown professional you will love the customer service at the gun range san diego check them out go to the website the gun range san diego.com all right hey we got our good buddy casey on the line how you doing hot rod oh you know living the dream down here <laughs> brain the rain's bringing in a bunch of new shooters so it's a good time excellent well, oh yeah i would i never even thought about that i bet that did yeah it you just, can go to the movies or you can go to the range yeah, I think go to the, the range, range. Is a much better idea oh yeah cool. anytime it rains we get filled up real quick so you know we got a little wind it's about 30 minutes right now 35 30 45 minutes not the worst but yeah, we got plenty of people in here waiting to shoot on these rainy days because, you know, I can't really do anything else outdoors. So they come in here and, you know, let off some steam in the range. Well, then they, uh, they don't they come over to the, um, you know, the, the sales part and chat it up with you? Yeah, I sold three guns in less than an hour. So it's, you know, we're getting busy. Yeah, have you got a lot of people coming in just asking questions? Mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. We're going to have people call in or they'll just come in and, you know, they'll just chew the fat with us. Mm-hmm. And we'll sit there and we'll discuss things, you know, they want to know a lot of things about the new laws, you know. We're not lawyers. We're not here to give legal advice, but we're here to advise people on the new laws as we read it from the DOJ. So we're here to talk to people, you know, like, hey, I have this rifle with this, this, and that. I'm like, mm, you need to change this, this, and that on it to make it fully California compliant. So, you know, we'll sit here and just, you know, we'll just talk to people. And it's always fun because, you know, we get to build camaraderie and relationships with people, and they just keep coming back and just hanging out with us. You know, it's not a bad thing. We, it's not that we get bored here, but it's just nice to talk to people. And sure. I'm, I'm sure they all, you know, new people, they come up and, and they haven't owned a gun before or whatever, and they're interested mm-hmm. in something maybe for, you know, home defense or whatever, a pistol or whatever. So what kind of conversation well, takes place? Yeah, well, you know, you kind of hit on something to be interesting. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? What would you, how do you recommend a, uh, a pistol over a revolver or, a, you know, over yeah, a semi-automatic? A, how, how do you decide which is which? That's a good question. You know, and that's something that we bring up a lot. You know, revolvers are great and excellent weapons. They are. To me, they're more to a finite group of people that know how to use them and they're more experienced with them. Most people nowadays use semi-automatics. Now, when it comes to the semi-autos, you have to worry about racking the slide and the big issue that we have is older folks that come in that don't have the wrist strength anymore to rack the fight and whatnot, we'll move them over to a revolver because it's just easier. Now, when it comes to that, I'm not going to give them the smallest revolver I can because with revolvers, you get a lot more snap to it, a lot, a lot more, you know, muzzle flip, muzzle reaction to it. So you feel it in your hand a bit more than semi-autos. So it really depends on the shooters. Like, can you handle a semi-auto? Can you rack the slide and be 
confident that you can do that, and we'll work from there. But if they cannot, we'll move them over to the revolvers because it is that much easier now. When it comes to the pros and cons, revolvers inherently are more reliable. More reliable, they last longer, the barrel length lasts longer. Uh, it depends on the rounds on it. If you're usually most of the time, your most revolvers, everybody knows them as 38 specials or 357s. Then it goes over the nine, the nine mils, forty fives, and whatnot. All of them are excellent guns. It's just working down to what's going to work with you and what's going to be the most practical to you. Which is easiest to clean? Hmm. Uh, depends on uh, depends on who's cleaning so I, it. With me, they're both exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you know, when it comes to me, you know, I can clean guns pretty quick. You know, semi-autos are pretty easy as long as you just clean the barrel spring. And the slide, get all the rails and the guns out. The gunk out. You're pretty good. Revolvers. Make sure you clean the chambers, the barrel, the cylinder, uh, the strike face. Everything is fine. But inherently, I have a Dan lesson that my dad gave me. It was his favorite pistol. Mm. He handed it down to me, and I've cleaned it one time, and I've shot it. I cannot tell you how many times. I'm kind of embarrassed that I haven't cleaned it more. <laughs> but that thing still runs like a dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it comes to semi-autos. They are reliable, but they're more inherently likable or reliable to fail oh, because there's more machine parts in it yeah. when machines are destined to fail, you know. Or misfires. If you take good care of it, yeah, yeah if you take good care of it, it's going to run, you know, but machines will fail. Mm. I'm not saying revolvers won't fail. It's just less likely to them. Right. You know, you have to worry about, say, in a self-defense situation, if you have a revolver on you and somebody's on top of you pummeling you, you can just push that revolver to their side and just start dumping that cylinder into them. You don't have to worry about the gun being out of battery, et cetera, et cetera. I know it's a little bit violent, but it's a good rule of thumb to right. understand how it works. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. And then what would you recommend? So uh, as far as uh, on the um, the semi-automatics, the ones that have a, maybe an easier slide to to rack? Um I would go, uh, the most ones we sell is the Glocks or the SDs. Both of them are excellent guns. They're a little bit lighter on the slide and the 9 mils. You know, heavier the firearm, the more hot, heavier the spring's going to be. Yes. 1911s with the 45s, you are going to have a heavier spring, which is going to be a little bit harder to rack the slide. I've experienced so that. So we, when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to home defense, we like to recommend 9 mils because 9 mils are excellent, especially when you get, you know, the hollow points and the HSTs and all that. They're going to do what you need them to do when it yeah. comes down to it. Yeah, they can wrap the slide. It comes down to training. Yeah, whether you have a three eighty, a nine mil, a forty, or forty five, when it comes down to the training, if you have excellent rounds on target, you're going to have great effects. And that's all that it comes down to. Yeah, you know the whole debate forty five, nine mil. In my mind, personally, it's kind of invalid. Both yeah. are excellent rounds. You're both going to do what you need to do. If you have good rounds on target, well, I, I think if they, uh, you know, they buy a gun for the first time, they should also buy a, a membership, a year's membership, Absolutely. and go in and use it. And if they have the membership, sometimes they get guilted into it. They'll at least come in once or twice. If they don't yeah. have a membership, then they've got no guilt or no money out, and they may not come back and actually use it. Um, but, you know, as we know, the training, Mike Schwartz talks about training all the time. All the time. I think yeah. m- most issues that people talk about when it comes to, you know, guns or whatever, it, you can be, it can be trained through. It can be trained Absolutely. through. Absolutely. You know, these people, they buy, you know, a $2,000 gun and they don't know how to use it. The, the gun at that much, in my view, it's kind of wasted. 
buy a beginner gun or intermediate gun, spend the rest of the money on training or ammo and get fluent in the gun. Become a master of that firearm. Become tactically proficient in it and you'll be fine. The rest of the stuff comes with it. The speed, the aggression, all that will come later down the road. But if you can become proficient in that firearm, know the ins and outs in it, how it shoots for you, you'll be fine. In a self-defense situation, focus on that and that alone in the beginning. Then branch out, explore other things. But get some training on it. Don't buy one of these $2,000 guns, $3,000 guns for your first gun. Yeah, it's cool, looks cool, but if you don't know how to use it, what's the point? Yeah, and they also they're they're there to do a certain job. So if it's home defense, then you know that's what you buy it for. That's what you should train on it for. Um, exactly. You know, and then if you want to have fun doing some other stuff, then you have another one for that maybe. But that one that's going to save your life, man. When something's happening, become, you'll be become, oh. the, become the master of that gun. The gun that you are going to use that you are going to go yes. to in a oh darn this situation's going south real quick. The gun you're going to first. Make sure you're the master of that firearm. Yeah. If, From there, go out, get your fun guns, and have. You know, I have my fun guns that are just there for fun because they're cool to shoot. You know, they're big, they're loud. I have a good time shooting them. Are they the first thing I'm going to go to for self defense or in an oh darn situation? No. If but you, uh, it, you know, it's going to be an excuse to go get more firearms. If you end up in some kind of self defense situation, you'll be far happier that you spent all that time training. Then you spent all that time or all that money on, on an expensive, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, what do they call it? A Absolutely. safe queen, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. When it comes down to these guns, you know, the $2,000 gun versus the $500 gun. If they're both shooting nine mil, they're both shooting nine millimeter. Yeah. And then you know, the velocity, everything's going to be the exact same. One's going to look cool. You know, I call them the Gucci Glocks and this whatnot. The Gucci Glocks. Yeah. If it's going to do the job and it's going to work for you, be proficient in it and then go out and have fun with everything else. But get that one or two gun that are going to be your go-to gun in any situation where you think, I need to defend myself, I need to defend my family. And you guys have had some amazing prices on on Glocks and MP Shields and M&Ps and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, those are some of our biggest sellers. You know, we have people come in asking for self-defense handguns, whether it's semi-auto or revolvers. We steer them in the, direct, the correct direction. Most of the firearms we have, we have them on rental, so they can go check them out, shoot them, make sure it works for them. That's crucial. You don't want to sell them guns that aren't going to work for them. Some of these guns, the smaller ones, they have a little bit snap to them. Some people don't like that. So I'll sell them a little bit bigger gun that they can enjoy shooting and still feel confident. I'm not going to sell them a gun, you know, like a micro carry 357 that's going to hurt their hand while they shoot it. I'm not going to do that because yeah. they're not going to want to shoot it. And plus, you got a range you can take them to and say, "Okay, let's try this." Oh, you, you didn't like that. Okay, well, let's try this. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you like that? Okay, fine. And I think that's the beauty of it, you know, because I was, you know, because that's the way to do it. You can't just buy it; you got to shoot it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, they see what they see on social media. They go on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and they see, oh, this, you know, uh, this professional shooter shoots this gun. It's a $3,000 gun. It's a great thing out there. I'm going to buy it and it's going to be perfect for me. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. The gun doesn't make, sure make the shooter. <laughs> exactly. The gun can do the work. Can the shooter do it? Not necessarily. Nah, not hardly. Nope. Yeah. I, I, a cute real story. A buddy of mine plays guitar and we used to on Fridays we'd have this meat and cigar thing and you know he'd 
you know, plunk around with it. It was sounded pretty good. Then a friend of ours came over, and we hadn't seen him in a long time. And he happens, he says, "Oh, somebody's guitar." And he goes, "Yeah, Mark's." Picks it up, starts playing it. I look at Mark. Mark looks at me and said, "What's wrong with that guitar?" <laughs> this guy sounded like he should be at the Grand Old Opry. So it's not always just the weapon. It's not always just the tool. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for stopping by and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. You too, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Casey. All right, folks. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but we come back. There's still 15 minutes more of this show, so don't touch that dial. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He's Lance, and that's Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. You need to join. It's very inexpensive. FM 961 AM 1170. We are the answer. And hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Well, what would you do if you got yourself arrested? Do you have an out for a lawyer? costs, bail, all of that. Well, guess what? If you don't, you need firearms legal protection. $10 a month, actually less than $10 a month, you'll have peace of mind knowing you have a 24-hour hotline to legal representation. They also have family plans. Check them out. 844-357-9400. Or the easiest way is www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. Make sure you check them out. All right, we have a very special guest in the house, Lance. Who might that be? Well, you're not in the house. Already. Well, yeah, we we had um, you know Casey on and and talking about you know the different types of uh, pistols and and um, with Mike, you know, we got people getting involved and in, you know protecting our rights and whatever and. Mm-hmm. And there's just and there's a lot of fun going on around San Diego. We got all the various ranges here, you know, the mm-hmm. Fallbrook Range. We got the beautiful uh, Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club, and and uh, South Bay, South Bay. and, and uh, Rain the One Up and Rainbow, and all yeah. kinds of stuff. So, Escondido. yeah, and at Gun Range San Diego, they've got a bunch of shooting clubs that go down there and participate early Saturday morning during the week. Ladies uh, uh, clubs that are shooting as well. So um, we've had our uh, esteemed guest Paul Lichtenstein on before. Uh, and it's just great having him on talking about a, an event that he and his club uh, host. Um, they pretty much host something almost every week. Um, and so I appreciate uh, Paul coming on and talking about his group and, and what they're doing. How you doing, Paul? Hey, Paul. I'm doing great, guys. How about yourself? We're staying dry, baby. Is it raining out there? <laughs> it's raining. Really? I've been in yeah, here for five dry. hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we beat the rain yesterday. We had a match at Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club, uh, which is in Alpine, and um, wow. we beat the rain. It was a little cool, maybe just a tad windy, but uh, generally pretty good shooting weather, which is just about any weather. That's so. great. Did you do a rim fire uh, match this time or no? No, we had what we call um, the hybrid pistol match, which is okay. a combination of, uh, of um, USPSA and i scoring and target uh, selection and um, and and uh, pistol divisions. So uh, basically, any any handgun you want to shoot, you can shoot with the exception of uh, like a forty four Magnum. Uh, that's a range limited caliber. Yeah. So and that's it, it's really neat for our listeners. I mean, if you you've been shooting at your own local range, it's nice to get out with these guys. And it's like uh, you know fifteen dollars. Is that right, Paul? 
That's correct. For non-members, $15. That's it. 15 bucks. These guys set this thing up. And, uh, you know, you could have a nice uh, time out there shooting in the morning with them and, and um, you know, get time. And learn. Yeah, learn a you lot. Learn, you know, we we're, were just talking with, the, with Casey from the Gun Range San Diego. Nothing gets you more familiar with your firearm than doing these kinds of courses, you know, and these kinds of competitions. Yep. And the cool thing is, is Paul and everybody out there, are they're super, super supportive. So even if you're totally green. Uh, you guys take care of everybody, and, and it's just no better way to, to to get familiar with your firearm. Yeah, that's true. We really like it when uh, really new people show up um, because uh, we start out every match with a safety brief, and the first thing we say in our safety brief is we're here to practice safe gun handling. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everything after that is fun. We go through the normal safety rules, but we drill into them safe gun handling. And every shooter on every stage is coached uh, you know, uh, individually by a range safety officer. So you're never left alone to your own devices. People gently show you how to how to draw safely, how to shoot safely, how to reholster your gun safely, how to reload safely, everything. So, um, and it's dynamic. We move between, in a stage, we move, and we shoot a different uh, range of paper targets, at paper and steel targets at various ranges within the stage. So it's a pretty dynamic uh, environment. And if you ever want to see what, like what Casey was talking about, you know, getting proficient with whatever gun you choose, this is the place because this will show you how well or not well you can actually handle that gun in a fairly stressful uh, environment. It is just the the time stress. You know, it, people. It is. I don't want. I don't want to overblow it. You know, if if you're nervous, you know, you you don't have to be. But just the idea that you're being timed adds a certain stress to it that you can't really duplicate. Not not to mention 30-some-odd other people are watching yeah, you. Yeah, eyeballing you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so don't worry about that, though. But I tell you, you know, as soon as that buzzer goes off, you forget everything, and you just concentrate on what you're doing, and it's just you and the range safety officer next to you. And it's, it, yes, it is stressful, and, and that's a good thing because uh, yep. you concentrate on what you're doing, and you have to. Because there's no, I'm sorry, once you launch that bullet downrange, you know, you really need to, to understand that. This is a very critical thing of safe gun handling is know what you're shooting at and be sure of your target and what's in front and behind it. So yeah, That's, um, yep, it's always important. And, and what what kind of equipment would a first-time shooter be wanting to bring, expecting Very to bring? simple equipment. Very simple. Okay. A standard, standard handgun, whether it's a semi-automatic, Glock, Smith. Uh, CZ, you name it, doesn't matter, Kimber, doesn't matter, or a revolver, doesn't matter, any type, double action, no single action revolver, that would be, yeah. uh, just the loading would be onerous, you couldn't do it. So a double action revolver of any caliber, a uh, simple holster, not a serper holster, uh, where you have to use your finger, uh, your index finger to release the gun on the way up, you don't need a serper holster. Standard holster and a at least a two magazine holder for your uh, weak side so you can have two other magazines plus the one in your gun that's it and how many rounds about uh usually our matches are uh four stages at lemon grove and um usually under 100 rounds but we always bring more 100 to 150 just in case uh because uh, unless you're really really a good shooter you know it's always better to have more than to run out yeah and what time do you uh have folks show up 
about 7.30 or so. Um, They show up uh, the first, uh, that way they can come in, we can can register them, get them squatted, then they have sufficient time to relax a little while they put on their equipment because it is a cold range. So uh, you have to go to a specific safe gun handling area, uncase your gun, put it on, no ammo, you don't load the gun until uh, you're up to ready to shoot, but you can have it. The magazine's loaded on your belt, just not in the gun. And the good news is, is you do uh, get more comfortable after. I mean, the first yeah. three, oh, mm-hmm. first three or four months, you're you're like, oh my gosh, this is you know, am I doing it right? Everybody's watching. Oh my gosh, the time. After that, you you truly, it's measurable. You truly do get more comfortable, um, and uh, and it's important. I think that's it's an extremely important thing for a gun owner to be. Even um, we had a, a few new people um, yesterday, Saturday, and uh, they shot. And at the end of the match, they came up and just thanked us profusely. They had a great time. They win the next match. They want to come back. You'll see. You know, you, it may be a little tense and stressful when you do it, but you're going to have a good time. So, and you're so, going to get better. Yeah, Paul. Let me ask yeah. a question. I don't okay. know why it just bounced into my head. So you go to the, you go, you get in the match, you, you shoot, and then you go home. Now. Are there things someone could do at home with their their uh, pistol? Good question. To Absolutely. make them a better shooter next time, because you know I get the feeling they go home, clean it, put it in the box, and then they don't bring it out again, and you know until the next time there's a match. Well, that's that. that yeah, there's a lot, there are a lot of people, especially the people who run into the gun store wanting a self defense gun, and then that gets into cases. You know, it's not only a matter of what gun, but. Yep. It's a matter of becoming familiar enough with that gun to handle it safely mm-hmm. around your own family, much less in a stressful situation. God forbid that somebody should break in and you have to really defend yourself. Right. right? So, so are there any, like, uh, exercises? Should somebody sure. handle a gun? What should they do? Yeah, there are, there are a couple of basic things. Uh, almost the main thing most instructors will tell you uh, to be accurate with a, with a gun is sight alignment and trigger pull. Um, side alignment, almost secondary trigger pull primarily, because if you're jerking the trigger and moving that barrel with such a short sight radius, you're not going to hit anything. You're mm-hmm. going to be going all over. Mm-hmm. So what you could practice that will really help you in these timed events is uh, safely drawing the gun, the five position, draw the gun and present the weapon, and then slowly squeezing the trigger, keeping the gun steady so that when you the trigger actually breaks, you can see the gun doesn't move. Mm-hmm. Right, the trig- the uh, sight alignment doesn't move. A lot of people keep the trigger on their second part of their uh, their trigger finger, and when they pull, the gun will move to the right. Or if they're left-handed, obviously they'll move to the left. Mm-hmm. So if you can do a slow, steady draw to the five positions, and you can go on to um, YouTube and uh, and go to any number of um, of uh, videos that'll show you how to safely draw, like front sight or gun sight, and they'll show you the the uh, safe draw five position move, and then the slow, deliberate trigger pull until it breaks and, and you're, un- you're not expecting it to trip. All right. Very good. So, hey, give us a website. For Lemon Grove? Sure. You know, it's um, LGRGC, Lemon Grove Rod and Gut Club dot com. Okay. So go there. And uh, the other club I host also, San Diego Tactical Shooters. So we do Lemon Grove on the first and third Saturdays of the month, and we do San Diego Tactical Shooters on the second and fourth Saturday of the month. That's IDPA-style shooting, another timed uh, precision shooting um, setup. Uh, All right. 
All right, Paul, you need to get your own radio show. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Got to let you go, yeah, man. Hey, let me pull in earlier, huh? You got it, buddy. Be safe, folks. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks a lot. All right, that's Gun Sports Radio. I want to thank San Diego County Gun Owners.com, the Gun Range San Diego.com, CAFirearmslaw.com, FirearmsLegal.com, TridentGunsmithing.com, and last but not least, CaliKey.com. Folks, be safe. Rubber side down, shiny side up. We're out of here. We're out of here. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.